His palms are sweaty. Knees weak. weak. Tortoise is heavy. Tortoise shell heavy. (laughs) Tortoise heavy. (laughs) Open the shell. It's full of spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. (laughs) It's a tortoise spaghetti. All right, let's get going. Uh, We were talking a little bit before the episode about Dustin's uh, dark icy blue cape, or it's not a cape. Dark icy blue TM cape. Um, it's not a sorry. It's not a cape. It's a it's a cloak because he's a he's a sarog, uh, and he he's he's a rogue. He he he. I don't want to say slithers around because he's not a he's not a snake. Although he does have an a, a infatuation with reptiles, um, but he aren't turtles amphibians. That's an odd thing to say. <laughs> no, man, I, I read that in something that like reptile people and. Total people. This is probably a homebrew thing that we're not supposed to go with, but I found out yes. on the internet, so it's true. Uh, so the rep, reptile people and total people get along. I'm just sitting here desperately trying to find some sort of portmanteau pun on cloak and like toad or something. I got nothing though. I'm I'm, I'm really. Not, I'm not talking like grinding the game. oh like croak like lizard like lizard folk. Yeah, something there. Like a yeah croak. Yeah, sure. But yeah, so he has a. He has a dark icy blue cloak, and no belts because they just slide right off his. No belts because they slide off. He hates belts. Any and if he ever goes into a store and like someone like offers him a belt, um, like he's usually pretty kills cool them. or chill or <laughs> icy, but he yeah he uh, he kind of blows up. Oh, also when the icy tortuga gets really really mad, which like never happens because he like stays pretty chill. Like, I feel like his runes kind of make him a really chill dude now. But when he does explode, like, his his little uh, ever-expanding trunk of a shell also explodes. And, like, portal oh, no. shit just, like... <laughs> it's everywhere. Just gets scattered, yeah. <laughs> I feel like Dustin is the best at coming up with awesome uh, character <laughs> shit that's also... Like not that great. Like, uh-oh, that, if that happens, like that would kind of suck. But I yeah. mean, it's great. It's great. Next episode, um, I'm gonna offer you a belt, and the entire episode is just gonna be you putting stuff back into your turtle shell. <laughs> While we're talking about appearance, I'm curious though, Dustin, what mm-hmm. like? So is he like, you know, sharpened teeth, or does he have like a beak, like some? You know how some turtles have almost like a snapper beak like mouth does he have sharp claws like how intimidating of a creature is this versus humanoid he's definitely like really he's definitely like really rugged and like pretty like menacing i mean he has like a intimidation check that's pretty high um but i wouldn't say he has like a beak he's more i don't know not flat faced but like more of like a like the lizard and the amazing spider-man yeah, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. How, kinda, how tall? Yeah. How tall is is the icy toy toy guy? Uh, I think he's I think he's like five ten something. He's he's definitely short. He's like he's a pretty short guy, like maybe five eight. Uh, I forget what the actual stats are for the turtle race, but like he's a short turtle because he's you know okay. Sarug. What about Surya? How tall is she? She stands pretty tall. She's like uh. I don't know, I'm going to say, like, 6'6", six, six, and, like, kind of, like, buff, like, fit, but not, like, super thick, except her forearms are. Like, she's just got, like, 
jacked she's forearms. Pop- she's got Popeye arms. <laughs> yeah, she, awesome. she has fucking Popeye arms. And uh, little, like, hints. Like, some half-orcs have, like, tusks sticking out from their their lower lip, like, big time. And I think she's just got, like, hints of, like, little fangs sticking out. Um, she also, uh, I would like to say she's a monk. Uh, and I think part of that is she has a shaved head. And uh, I don't know that she, like... Um, I think she just wears pretty simple clothing as well that is, like, moderately form-fitting, but it's not, like... Like, it's probably form-fitting because she's so buff. Yeah, exactly. Like, she got those clothes when she entered the monastery, and, like, since working with everybody here has, like, gotten continually more ripped. I'm imagining an outfit similar to, like, Rey in the new Star Wars trilogy or like very much on those tracks yeah definitely Mm -hmm. cool well speaking of uh, character appearances a question for this session this episode is what uh, actor would play your character in a movie does anybody want to start do you want me to start because I I got Ritta's why don't you start give us Ritta give us give us the vibe all right so uh, I really I think so Daryl Hannah um, all I think when I hear that name is, um, oh uh, yeah, yeah, Scooby-Doo. yeah, bad like a young Daryl Hannah. She's the she's so badass. Uh, what's her name? Cottonmouth in Kill, in Bill? Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, obviously she's a dwarf. I think she also has braids and like a little bit darker hair, but uh, like that same face structure, just on a dwarf, like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Totally. And instead of a katana, a Hattori Hanzo, she's got a a hammer and a shield. I think Surya, the best person that I could find, I was trying to, I, I went through a couple other actors thinking about this, but uh, I think the best one that I feel satisfied with is uh, Uzo Aduba, who plays like Crazy Eyes in Orange is the New Black. I don't know who here has watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's also in American Pastoral, which I haven't seen, but mm. I've seen clips and photos from. And she's in the new Mrs. America thing that <clears throat> I wanted to see. And I just think, uh, I don't know, she's capable of uh, like real intensity, but also has like a very human uh, capacity for like just being very genuine and human and relatable and kind as well. Um and I think that's very fitting. So I think a shaved head, extremely buff Uzu Aduba. I love this. It's given me total visual. Like, I can totally imagine her now. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. At and least a bunch to, of to some degree. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Green skin makeup. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Joe Pesci for the Icy Tort Toy guy. <laughs> Uh, like even that That's short perfect. and like and like that like skeezy and like the lethal weapon movies where like he's like he doesn't really want to help out usually with people but like people like rope him into things and he gets stuck and he's like kind of a criminal and he like yeah when you blow up it's got to be home alone i'm sure you're playing younger than joe pesci is now but i'm also just a mad i'm I'm just remembering how um extremely wrinkly and tortle like he looks in the most recent movie uh fucking what was like eating his bread yeah he already kind of has like a turtley face like it looks yeah 
like just even younger. Mm. Like he looks kind of turtly. It's pretty perfect. Mm. That is absolutely perfect, especially looking up his IMDb right now and seeing his face just thinking about him in a, in a tortoise outfit. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, I guess that leaves me. I uh, I was thinking about it for a little bit and then randomly just saw like a picture of him on IMDb and just knew. And it's a specific role he plays. Andrew Garfield oh. as Peter Parker. Because it's like this weird version of Peter Parker. Not a lot of people like it, which I can totally understand. But if you're not thinking of him as Peter Parker, he's like this douchebag, but full of charisma, which doesn't really make sense. But right. it's perfect. It's you know, fitting, he's just like this it's kind It's not of fitting for Spider-Man, but it's very fitting for your role. But it's very fitting for this dude, for Julian. Something about Andrew Garfield in those movies feels like early 2000s even those those movies oh, yeah. came out in like 2010 they, or something those movies still feel like that though you watch them and they feel oddly early 2000s i think they even have like a couple moments where they have a song and it's just like wait there's just like a nickelback song playing right now. i thought i was watching spider-man although the early spider-man movies i'm pretty sure also do play some great they do that too they have like a random moment with you know, like the Sam Raimi ones have some some Nickelback in the soundtrack. So, Probably. You know, really? those are early 2000s movies. I don't remember if it's Nickelback or if it's... Uh, something like that. Something else. But there's just like a moment where it just... Doo, 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 and I can't see it up again. <laughs> you know? It's like... Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Well, now that we have the uh, the heroes casted... So last time the party got to the Dilbreath Pickle Cannery, uh, where Rita uh, basically grew up. Her family owns it, uh, and it has been dwarfed by a massive cathedral at the back of the cannery. The party walked through the cannery, opened the door into a hallway where a bunch of cages fell on them. They managed to get out of the cages but they realize that this should definitely be more full of people or vampires and it's not uh they opened the door to the cathedral and were met by baron plazowitz and a new villain count improvis um who has a like a hole in his chest it looks like his heart is actually missing maybe he removed it so it couldn't get stabbed by a wooden stake um everyone now realizes that <laughs> <laughs> they made an uh, infinifold blanket is what he called it <laughs> it was a blanket that can unfold as many times and it's still like the same thickness and what they are planning to do is they're going to travel the planes collecting a little bit more materials or they already have some people out there collecting materials and they are going to use the actual blanket to cover up the sun so they can take over the world uh we left off after that with a fight with the baron where the a magic wall was which was in between the party got moved behind in the fight uh the Baron got charmed quickly, and then the fight started back up. <laughs> After he was charmed, he got badly wounded and decided to run. And Rita followed him through the death wall, managed oh, to get through, 
and shatter the head of Baron Plazowitz. But in doing so, she got stabbed by a dagger as well. At great cost. Uh, we pick back up. The wall has just dissolved. It seemed to have been linked to the life force of Baron Plazowitz, which has appeared to have petered out. And you guys are in the cathedral. And it is quiet. Is she... So she is still there, but burned and stabbed? Or did this sort of yes. flash of light affect her body at all? Okay, so she is there. Uh, she is She is now laying on her back, but she um, appears to... Is she unconscious or just dead? Like, could I... I have, you know, some spells. Like, could I do heal you, her at all? Do you approach her? Yeah, I'm going to approach her quickly. And okay. uh, lean down and, uh, if I can... I will use mass healing word and heal all of us, but try to heal her too. So I think Surya is kind of holding back, standing stunned. She sees you approaching. She uh, appears to know what you're doing, and she says, uh, "Don't try. I've already tried myself. It uh, didn't help. It just hurt." I'm gonna uh, look at the blade. Is the blade still inside of her, or is it gone? It is still inside, yes. I'm going to look at the blade and try to see if I can maybe understand anything about maybe there's magic in it that's keeping her from being able to be healed, or I did a Knowledge Arcana roll, 23. Um, nothing appears to be magical about this blade, but it does appear to be coated in something. I think she's poisoned. Uh, I can't tell for sure, but... This blade is coated, and she says healing won't work. I'm going to look to Rita and be like, Do you have any ideas? I'm, you already tried a healing spell? Maybe, I don't know, potion? Or should we take the blade out? I don't want to do any more damage. I don't know. It appears to be stopping my ability to heal myself. Uh, uh, she kind of like drifts off for a second. And she comes back awake and she says, Listen, I don't think I can continue this journey. She takes a deep breath and it looks like it pains her, but she is trying to, like, be peaceful for you. And she just says, I didn't believe the Baron when he said my family was dead. All I ask you is find my family and stop whatever the vampire's plans are. Can you do that for me, Julian? Absolutely. I'm going to look up at these guys and nod to them. Like, you're in it with me. Just sort of st stunned head nodding. Yeah, I see Toy Toy is just going to kind of, like, just be like, ah, shit. <laughs> Take my hammer. It was a family heirloom. It should belong in their hands. I'm going to just grab her hammer and then take her hand. And look I'll, at her and be like, the next person to touch this hammer will be of your kin. And 
and put it in my hat. Uh, she just says, Good. No, you should get on with it. You should try to follow as close behind as possible, if you can. I don't know how that's gonna happen. Maybe search is... And she just kind of drifts out from there. Mm. Uh, Surya's gonna kind of turn away from the, like, huddle of everybody around her and just kind of shout. Damn it! And just shoot a, a sunbolt up into the ceiling. Toy Toy is just gonna kind of just be like, just standing there, just kind of like looking down, just like fiddling with like one of his little tortle darts. And just like, oh, fuck, ah, oh, God, uh, this isn't good. Uh. with sort of i think a, a burst of energy um sort of trying to utilize the you know heightened emotions that she's feeling surya dashes over to uh where the throne is and where the um the coffin shot up through the chapel and just starts to investigate the whole area a little bit in a manic way um kind of yeah, like sure trying like... to trying to breathe through it and like but in that way that you know she's like <sighs> like very much like trying to use this heightened emotion for uh something but being a little you know a little manic about it yeah yeah i just imagine you like throwing rubble away just frantically searching the whole area and you managed to find nothing um, mm. although you do notice that there is still some bats hanging from the ceiling. I'm gonna, uh, Toy Toy is gonna just, uh, go over there. Kind of be near, but, like, keep his distance, because he knows that, like, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna freak it out. And, uh, he's just gonna throw some darts and try to kill some of these bats, you know? Do we, have we encountered any information that would lead us to believe that they're, like, the, that in these vampires are bat turn into a bull vampires uh it looks like they are somehow powering or they somehow powered the dead knot but mm. oh um i suppose i figured i forgot to tell you guys something the there are four separate rooms branching off from this cathedral <laughs> the doors were sealed before but they now they are open hmm. well the icy toy toy is gonna go for a little treasure hunt. I'm gonna go up to uh, Surya and ask. Um, I I'm just gonna say I have this just feeling like uh, Rita wouldn't want to be left here, but I also feel very very uh, conflicted about putting her in my hat. Oh God. <laughs> But should I do that so we can bring her out of here and bury her properly? Oh, I don't man. know what to do. You guys, uh, you, know, you guys also I... know that this is her hometown. Like, yeah, yeah, but she's just like in a vampire cave. I don't you know. Can yeah. Do something. Like, you yeah. I think we should. Uh... I, I think Surya looks at you after your suggestion with a little bit like a. Oh man. <laughs> and uh, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, never mind. I just <laughs> I we'll figure it out. I'm just away. gonna I'm just gonna be like, hey uh, I don't wanna be that guy. 
But, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, if it was my beret in my trunk, I wouldn't want uh, my dead best friend in there. But, uh, you know, what we could do is we could, uh, you know, take off her armor and uh, maybe, you know, burn her, you know, give her a little, a little something. We could take her ashes to her family. Do we, yeah. do we have the, the knowledge of what, because Paladin's, like, what god she follows, you know? Uh, Timora, uh, the goddess of luck. Would it be wrong to burn her and take her ashes, or would that be an appropriate way, like, for her to get into, you know, the next realm? I know, like, some, I don't know if in the D&D universe some, uh, believe that they need to be buried rather than burned, but I figure taking her ashes to her family would be a gesture of good faith, unless it was against her religion, then it would be the opposite. You feel pretty confident. Timor is a pretty popular god. Um, there would be nothing. I just have like a match. I look over. I'm like, yeah, it's a pretty popular god. I mean. <laughs> I mean, you know nothing of Timora being like shunning, burning, like shunning, shunning cremation. I think uh, I say we take the time to do that. Yeah, if you guys are down. And uh, when we go to lighter, uh, the icy toy toyga is gonna pull out his uh, matchbox. And uh, the matches are gonna be have a little toidle tip on them, and uh, I'm, okay, like it's not the t- it's not the time to like <laughs> bring this the, not... bring attention to your turtle shaped. Uh, yeah, he, he like smirks. Okay. To he knows it's he knows it's not the time, but he like he pulls it out and he just kind of like uh, he rips it and he I, throws it over. <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to before he lights the match, if I can. Uh, I'm going to see him pull out his turtle-themed matches and literally, like, put my hand out and, like, put his hand down and, like, put those away and uh, just kind of give him a little bit of a a skeptical look and just kind of step up near the body that I I assume we've set up some sort of, uh, some sort of lightable, you know, some, uh, you know, tinder to... uh, light her up quickly and i'm going to kind of bow my head and uh just like say a little bit of a uh say a little bit of a prayer sort of not loudly but just sort of under my breath like may the sun uh welcome her and timora the god of luck in association with the energy from the sun give her peace in the afterlife and then i'm going to cast uh a searing arc strike i can cast burning hands and i i will set her a light that way using the energy of my key i was like i'm not gonna let her go up from a, a turtle match i'm just gonna be playing like a sad like a sad song on my jazz flute nice little passing music yeah uh you guys all have a a very nice ceremony all of you say some final words it, it's odd you are in a cathedral but it's not necessarily a holy place but you are cremating the remains and eventually it gets to a point where only ashes remain i have a empty pouch i'll just put them in that empty pouch i'm guessing that there's going to be like a pile of stuff of like her stuff that we didn't cremate yes yeah Um, you probably would have taken her armor off she had like clothes underneath yeah i'm just gonna like kind of like throughout that entire process just kind of like I don't know, sneakily, like, grab her gold, and, like, if she had a healing potion, and sure. did she have any gold on her? Yeah. 
feels yeah, a little bit. He's looting. Or... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do it sneakily, or do you care if the other two see? If I do I see, mean, like... I'm going to churn my head and just be like, oh, God. Yeah, no, I'll do it. I mean, I'll she's got sneakily. resources. We're not just going to let the resources yeah. go to waste. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to so kind of do has... it sneakily because I feel bad about it. Not because, like, I want to, like, hide it from but, like, I feel bad, like, kind of taking her stuff, you know? Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, oh, you shit. Yeah. I just got a natural one. <laughs> just like you are like moving. She her... explodes. Uh, so all of her stuff is kind of like she has a bag that's packed full of stuff. She does have some gold. Let's say she also has like fifty gold, if you want to take that. But you are kind of going through, and you just knock over her shield that was resting against her armor, <laughs> and it just clangs loudly on the floor, and just kind of ruins the moment. Um, yep. You feel ashamed of what you are doing. Yep. I will just say that. <laughs> yep. Take two damage of shame. Yeah. <laughs> Take two shame damage. Uh, otherwise, she has yeah, she has a shield. She has a full plate. She's got like basic supplies. I'll take her shield, and like hopefully, like down the road, I can, I can use it kind of like in her honor. I'm guessing it has like her family name on it and stuff and whatever. It, yeah, it has the symbol of Timora on it, which is, I believe, yeah. a coin. Yeah, symbol is a coin. So there's just like a face-up coin. It's a round shield, and the center of it is a looks like a giant gold coin. Uh, yeah. So I'll take her shield, and then obviously her her gold. All right. So you guys all. Uh... You've had a ceremony, maybe like an hour has passed since your battle has ended. What do you guys want to do? I'm just going to say it would be best if we find as much information as we possibly can. And I just start walking towards one of the doors. I don't really indicate. I don't think she has the, you know, administrative knowledge or like thought process to be like, you do this. But she, she just, she's just like. We should start looking and starts going towards one of the doors. Yeah, I see Toy Toy goes. I'm go sticking one. with you, and I'm just gonna walk with with uh, Surya. All right, so you walk up to the closest door and you look inside. It appears to be a dark chamber, but equally as like not as big as the cathedral, but definitely a large room. And the only thing in this room is a large bat made of metal and stone. Uh, you look um, at the front, like where the head is, and it looks like the head, like its mouth is open and it is surrounding glass, like that same smoky glass that you have seen before. I'm going to slowly approach it and try and investigate, see if I can, I don't know, notice anything else about it. You said it's a large stone bat surrounded by glass. Yeah, stone and metal bat, and then its mouth is open. Okay. And, like, its fangs mm -hmm. are surrounding a glass pane, basically, gotcha. to look oh, in I or see. out of. I see. I approach cautiously and try and get to a point where I can, like, look in towards the, the mouth glass. Uh, you kind of got to climb up, but it doesn't... It, it's, it's a massive ship, like... I'll fucking roll acrobatics, dude. I got a plus six. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just say you jump up there and you like grab onto the teeth and you yeah. kind of look inside. 
and it's faintly lit by you see uh, a tube in the middle of the room with what looks like a floating cube in the middle and then three seats in front of that circle and then you see like a hallway behind it and then a couple of doors to either side wait is he in a whole nother room Mm -hmm. now or no you all approached one of the four rooms and one of the there's two branching rooms on each side of the cathedral i would assume that i go to a different room than them so i'm not with them right now uh dustin your room is empty it appears to be a large dark room full of bat droppings and dust sweet classic nice I'm a little bit confused. The the three seats and the pillar is what I see through the glass of the bat? Is the bat like a building? Looks like it could be a ship of some kind. Ah, uh, okay. I see. Uh, realizing what the structure is and that it could possibly um, fucking take off, <laughs> Surya is going to uh, kind of quickly scramble down the, the bat and look at the base of it and see if there's any sort of like mechanics that would imply that it could i mean i don't think we got a good look or anything at the coffin that flew away but i don't know if there was any it looked like it was powered by bats maybe we could use this to follow that's right that's right oh we could use what but we'd have to use bats maybe hmm. by like going if we go in there's like a way to control the bats from the inside of the ship that cube you saw does there appear to be an entrance uh, at the back of it, there appears to be an entrance, but you're not sure how it opens. I'm going to go to uh, another room that they're not in. Uh, the room is also empty. Sweet. You go to the third room uh, that you guys haven't explored, and that one is also empty. Uh, oh, cool. You guys now remember that uh, maybe Baron had something. Maybe this is Baron's ship, and he is the only one who can activate it. Uh, I'm going to walk to the like entrance of this offshoot room i think probably with timing wise of me uh investigating the bat ship a bit toy toyga checking out the other rooms um he's probably headed towards us at that point i'm just gonna get out and be like check the baron's body yeah i'll i'll come Still to like the doorway i'll come to the doorway and just be like oily shite what what's that <laughs> and then <laughs> like all right, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just gonna go check this out. So it was Dustin. <laughs> so you, you check, you check the body. You uh, give it a good look, and it looks like there is something blinking on his neck. I'm gonna see that, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna notice that he has something blinking, and instead try to find gold right away. <laughs> God damn it! All right, you pat him down. Skeezy toyga. You pat him down, and it looks like. Uh, all you find is a pickle jar full of gelatinous blood. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah. Right, I, I lose that. Now I look at the blinking thing. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> all right. Uh, so you look at the blinking. It looks like it's blinking red, and it looks like to be a little uh, metal charm uh, in the shape of a bat. Oh. With its with its wings like folded across its body, I'm gonna try to open the wings. They open up, and you see a few like runes on the bat. Okay, I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna bring over these guys and be like, "Hey, check out this uh, cool little necklace I found. I think uh, maybe this might go to this." Looking at the necklace and the big 
uh, bat spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> the bat imagery would suggest as much. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, does it seem like the like the runes are like buttons or like? Yeah, they appear to be buttons. Okay. <laughs> uh, are we able to get? <laughs> are we able to get in the ship? It's a remote. Are you able to get what? We have not figured that out yet. Okay. What do the runes look like? Does any one of them look like, like a play button or like a, like an a, like a, a lock that's unlocked? Yes, <laughs> actually, one of them does look like a, a keypad, or like I'm sorry, a, a padlock, not a keypad, a pin mm-hmm. padlock, and then the next button looks like a padlock with the lock open. There's a button uh-huh. that's got a little uh, square and then a little line sticking out of it that looks like a like a trunk. <laughs> and then there's there's an, a little alarm button. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the unlock button. The, trick, trick. Not the not that it's the unlock button. I'm gonna hit the, the unlock <laughs> button. Just a, just a bad trip. Yeah. Chip, chip. Um, I think we it might blinks. be able to get in. It blinks twice, and the back ramps, like, there's a back ramp that just slowly lowers. I'm just going to turn towards the toy 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 and raise my eyebrows and just kind of, oh, nice. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm, I'm going to, like, just, like, slide up the ramp, like, icy, <laughs> icy style. Just pulls out the keys and just opens the door and slides up into it. All right. So as you are sliding on the back, you notice that the like whole back section in this little entrance area is a bat cage. Like it's a giant bat cage with bats flying about, uh, just flapping their wings, hopping from like branch to branch, hanging upside down. Uh, you slide past them into a hallway with two doors on each side and then you slide straight in to this circular room with a uh so yeah there's two sets of stairs winding down around a giant glass tube with a spinning cube inside of it uh on this tube there is a sign that just says do not let me out, no matter what I say. And then there's two doors mm. to each side of you. And then three seats in front of that. Uh, and you just hear a voice that just says, Oh, hello. I did not... Uh, you look strange. You don't look like Baron Plazowitz. Who might I be talking with? Well, glad you asked. I'm the icy toy toyga. Ah... You seem like a smart lad. Yeah, what's your name, Cube? I am... Uh, the Goo. The Goo! (laughs) Hey, Hey, Goo. Uh, I got some questions for you. Do you come in peace? Mm, I mean, I'm in a tube. You're the one who's coming to me. Hey, you know, just gotta ask. Uh, you know, a question too. Uh, you run this thing? You know how to, you know how to work it? I do operate it, yes. Hey, uh, you think you could, uh, you know, give us a little ride? I suppose I could. There is a message from, uh, Count Improbus. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear that. Probably from me. 
<laughs> He's expecting us. Of course. Are you uh, replacing the Baron? Are you the new Baron? Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm the icy toy toyga Baron. Where are your fangs? <laughs> My fangs? Ah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a toy toyga thing. You know, they don't have much. Uh, not a lot of vampire toy toygas. You know, I knock on the shell. I'm like, it can't really get through there. You know, uh, I, I'm just. Can we, uh, can we say at this point that maybe? Uh, uh, Julian and Surya have joined, and I hear the fangs, and I, I sort of approach behind and like lay my hand on his shell and try and join the conversation and just say, "I'm I'm the one with the fangs here. Actually, it's it doesn't quite happen with the turtles. You do look more vampiric, if I do say. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but who are your friends? Yeah, this is uh Surya. You know. Very vampirish, you know, straight sludge going through this gal. I uh, and then we got a. Uh, I point at him, and I'm just like. Uh, I walk up. I'm Julian. Yeah. And just look at the cube, immediately striking a charm into it. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, uh, how about that message? You seem all. Everything seems in order, I suppose. Fuck yeah. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Play the message. All right, uh, so you see the cube that's inside of this that has been rotating and like blinking every time that it's been talking. Uh, it suddenly morphs into the shape of uh, Improbus, and it just says, What is taking you so long? You should have been through that astral plane uh, an hour ago. Uh, hope those fools didn't give you more trouble than I thought they would. Well, either way, you will need to stop off at the Batsteroid to pick up some extra speed since you're so far behind schedule, and then join your brothers and sisters at one of the four planes. And then the message Bat ends. Steroid. And then the message ends and it changes back into a cube. I'm going to just uh, take... Surya, and uh, take her aside and be like, do you think we should go grab his armor? It sounds like we might be traveling into a dangerous territory. I think that is a very smart move, actually. I'm just going to run out and go grab uh, his armor and put it in my hat and then come back. Uh, so as you grab the armor, you realize that the body of the vampire has now been turned to ash. Uh, the suit of armor is still very heavy and clunky, and you can tell it's broken in some places, so you might need to take or like mend it in some way. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, you drag it onto the ship, and uh, you hear the goo just says... Uh, I'm going to take, by the way, some of his ashes, too. Some vampire ashes. All right. I feel like they just might... Like a vial or something? Yep. They might come in use later. Yeah, just add it to your character sheet. I've got Rita's ashes and vampire ashes. <laughs> Call me Ashman. A little troubling. Ah, Ashman. Uh, uh, the goose says, uh, if you are looking to hang up that suit, there is a room right to your left as you enter. Yes. Uh, I'm thank go you. Check that out. The goo. Um, <laughs> just, the goo. Just curious we are induction ceremony um 
was cut short a little bit. What can you tell us about that suit of armor? Well, it is supposed to uh, protect vampires from the light and heat of the sun. Mm. Ah. I think she kind of scowls at this a little bit and tries to hide it. Um, I see you don't uh, like the sun. Hate it. We just hate it. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, what you call the worst. You know, I actually hated the sun before I was a vampire, so when they turned me, it was like... Easy. <laughs> Surya turns away and like finds a corner that is not facing anybody and like starts doing breathing again. Like... I'm just gonna walk up to her and be like, I am totally, I'm not, I'm just saying what she needs to hear or he, the goo, uh, sun rocks and just like walk back the up to the goo. Yeah, thanks. I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> hey, goo, you, oh god, I'm just gonna walk away. Can you give us a little tour? Can we, uh, see what else? So we got a, we got a little closet with a bunch of bunch of you know suits of armor that we'll definitely need uh well what, what else you got unfortunately there are only two rooms that are not password protected uh the uh, suit to store your room or i'm sorry the room to store your suits <laughs> which is to your left as soon as you come in there is the bat caretaking room and then there are, yeah, I suppose those are the only two that I said. Yeah. Mm. Cool. What about the uh, cockpit? You are in the cockpit. Ah, sweet. That's what I thought. Just wanted to make sure. Make sure that you, you're, you're smart. You've been here before, right? Yeah, of course. Of course we have. I'm going to just, like, step in front of the icy tortoiga. I mean, not this That's exact all. one. We got, we had a different one, you know. But uh, you know, these things, you know, not exactly the most reliable machines. So you know, we're just taking the barons for a spin. He uh, he lent it to us. We're about to go off and uh, meet the count. Where is the baron? You said he was indisposed. Oh yeah, he's he's fixing our the ship for us. You know, he's I mean, he's the baron, right? He knows everything. The ship doesn't appear to have any damages. No, no, a different ship. A different ship that we I'm got. just going to stop him. I'm going to, like, kind of step in front of him and uh, look at the goo and be like, to be totally honest with you, he was in the middle of a fight with someone and uh, fell in love. They, they charmed him and left together. So he dropped his armor, dropped his weapon, and walked away with the uh, charming individual. And, I mean, we were... I. Tortoiga here was left to take his place, and we're Tortoiga's, uh, like, uh, devoted companions. So, uh, there you have it. He's off somewhere with someone I never would have expected, but you know how charm is. Hey, nothing, trick nothing against the Baron. Great guy. Love him. He's awesome. Just, uh, you know, he they, things happen, right? You know? I suppose. Hey. Well, if you the are the honored the companions walks. of the Baron, then you are welcome to control the ship. I just ask that before we got off the ground, you uh, unwind that little... The cube turns into a hand <laughs> and points down at a uh, wheel. Just undo that wheel and we will be ready to go. I will also say this wheel is right below the sign that says, do not let me out no matter what I say. 
I'm just going to be like, ah, very good, very good, but uh, no. And then we're going <laughs> to... I'm going to go hang up the suit in the armory. I've been getting a lot less luck since they've uh, put that sign up. Well, worth the can try. Can I ask why... Can I ask, uh... Why did they put that sign up? Because they hate freedom. Mm. Hey, well, you know, you know, it's uh, it takes a lot to get a movement going, Goo. You know. I am the vampire prisoner. Technically, I am your prisoner. If you are uh, against uh, enslaving a intelligent creature such as myself, then you should just let me out. I mean. I don't know if I call on slave and we're friends, right? So uh, we'll just uh, we'll get moving here, all right? Yeah, sounds good. All right, talk to you later. I would not consider my captors my friends, but I have no choice. <laughs> all right, cool. I think I just get, jump into the cockpit and uh, like hit the start button on the little bat. <laughs> all right, yeah, you uh, you find like in the front key, there's a little slot right to the bottom, or right next to it like there's a little console that comes up and you put it in and it just uh you hear all of the bats at the back of the uh ship start to squeak and like chitter and screech and uh it begins to flap like you see it the wings up to your side of you start to flap and it takes off and just like crashes through the ceiling and rises slowly into the astral plane. Sick. The goo speaks to you. Will you be going to the Batsteroid to pick up more bats for extra speed? Uh, remind me again. They got a, a little home base there. They got like a convenience store. They got... What, what's that? The uh, Batsteroid. Uh, the Batsteroid is just a bat farm run by Roy D. Batster. Uh... Somewhere close to there is a diner that he goes to, but otherwise it's just a farm. Cool. Uh, you know, let's just uh, do a couple quick laps and uh, I'll get back to you. Quick quick laps around? Yeah, the astral plane. <laughs> Three weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, An uh, infinite you know, amount of time later. We'll just uh, you know, start, start going towards the bat story, right? Okay, all right, I'll start moving slowly. And right. you just feel the ship continue to propel itself forward. Cool. I'm going to go to the other guys and be like, Hey, guys, uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to... Uh, we're probably going to run into other vampires. Yeah, can we even wrangle bats? Maybe we should go somewhere else first. And maybe like, maybe we, we uh, have a friend in town. What do you guys want to do? You got a ship that has... I uh... want to try. Let's go to this Batstroid. I could convince them that I am a vampire who was polymorphed into a human, and the spell hasn't worn off yet, but I really need help wrangling bats, because in the current form I'm in, all I can do is sing tunes. <laughs> we, we sort of just got on this ship and just went for it. We don't have a whole lot of other resources. There's basically the two rooms in this are the... Or there's three rooms, right? There's the, the cockpit. Yeah, so there's a hallway that leads to the cockpit, and then there's six other rooms. Four of them appear to be password protected. Is there like a hint? Like, forgot my password? Hint? Nope. 
Okay. Just I'm going to approach Julian and just be like, Julian, I think it might be time to work your charm on Mr. The Goo. <laughs> I'm going to walk up to Mr. The Goo. Hey, The Goo. Um, <laughs> so, between you and I, uh, I find that Tortoiga is very forgetful. He would never admit this to you. And I'm saying this under my breath so Tortuga can't hear me. I was like, he'd never admit this to you because um, he's very prideful. But uh, prideful. He's very proud. But uh, I um, I don't think he remembers any of the passwords for the other rooms in this ship. And he fails to admit that, which just leaves us kind of, you know, at a loss. We, I mean, me and my companion who are just friends of the Tortuga, don't even know what's inside. And he's just telling us it's nothing, which I assume he's doing because he can't get in. I know there's something in there. And if he could get in, then maybe he would tell us. But, uh, yeah, do you know the passwords? Unfortunately, I am not privy to that information. That is only kept secret by the Baron. Uh, You may be able to get some passwords from... His brothers or sisters? Uh, how long until we get to the uh, until we get to the uh, Batstroid? Would you like me to pick up speed? Hell yeah, let's pick up speed. We gotta catch up with these brothers and sisters so we can get into those rooms. I could be there in approximately one day. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so you guys are continuing to fly, just kind of gliding through. Uh, I, I call it the astral plane, but it is pretty much just space. Uh, it is just space. black area. You can see stars and stuff around you. Uh, but you eventually approach a... Well, I assume you guys like sleep the night. You find up a spot, find a spot in the cockpit to curl up and sleep. Is there... Is there any sort of sunlight coming through any of the windows? Like, from the angle that we're flying, like, is there any... Or is there artificial light inside? There is artificial light. The the goo is giving off some light. And there are, like, red lights. Like, red magical lights illuminating the rest of the cabin. But I'm not able to see any sort of... Sun or sunlight. No. Natural light. Correct. Damn. Uh, I think this is... I think that weighs upon Surya. Uh, I think she's having a pretty uh, pretty shit go of it. Um, yeah. You guys are all... Like, it might all be... It might be sinking in for you all where you guys just got on a random ship and are heading to a place like... You saw you leave the the world behind you. Like, you watched as that happened. Oh, yeah. And We're in space. Yeah. Floating somewhere. So it's probably all kicked in for you. But Oof. you guys manage to sleep. You Maybe it takes Surya a little bit more time than normal, but uh, you all manage to sleep and wake up when you're not tired. Uh, cause mm-hmm. there's no like sunlight or anything to 
clue you in to when you are waking up or not. Right. But yeah, you wake up, and the next day the goo just says, uh, we will be arriving shortly. Is there anything else I can do for you? Um, what's uh, all of the brothers and sisters' names? Uh, again, I think he may have forgotten that too. Yeah, or do you not know? Uh, unfortunately, I do not know. I only know the locations. I uh, I would be glad to have those as well. I've got some cartographer's tools. I could make up a map right now. Well, space map. The four planes that were on the flight plan are the Feywild, Mechanus. The elemental plane of fire. Making a map as she, as the goo speaks. And the shadow fell. All right. Which ones? Uh, I think we. Well, uh, we'll take the asteroid plane. We'll take go to the asteroid first, and uh, then we'll reconvene. Yeah, we need to stock up on bats. <laughs> she says, like, kind of, <laughs> like. Yeah, this is what we're supposed to say, right? We're stocking up <laughs> on bats? That's right, Surya. We're stocking up on bats. Neutrally. I assume you have the gold needed to pay for the bats? You remember how much that was, the goo? It was, uh, what was that again? I uh, believe if it was 600. 50, oh. 600. Oof. 600. Did the Baron have any gold on him? He I did forget. not. He did not. Uh, yeah. There must be gold on this ship, then. I'm gonna do, uh, investigation, trying to find some gold in this ship, like, looking through little, like, cupboards and whatnot. <laughs> there are no cupboards! Uh, yeah, you, I mean, you, you open up some panels, you look around, it looks like it's just a bunch of magical mumbo-jumbo that you don't really know about. Uh, you do find, that, like, in the place where you store the suits... There appears to be two other identical suits of, like, armor that the pulled off of the Baron, except these are actually intact. And then in the other one, it just appears to be, like, there's bat food. Like, there's bat kibble, basically. Ooh, I'm going to just grab the bat kibble and put it in my hat. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Nice. I might need that. Uh, but otherwise, if you would find gold, it would be behind one of the locked doors. And I'm going to investigate the locked doors, and uh, are they locked magically? Yes, they are magically sealed. Shit. All right. Uh, I say we just go to this Batstroid, and we try to intimidate them into loading these bats on for us. Whoever we need to pay gold, we can pay a visit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the goo just says, should I send a message ahead? Tell them to have everything ready to go. Yeah. So that when yeah. we land, they can load it up, and then uh, we can convene after the load up. Yeah. Tell them we're trying to get this work done quickly. Let them let them know that the count. We're uh, on a time limit. Yeah. Let them know that the count sent us a message saying that uh, we got to get going fast. So actually, if we could feel just, free to send them that message. Yeah. If we yeah send them the message that he sent us, and uh, let them know that. Uh, We'd love to just do a curbside pickup. Uh, so if we could just land, they bring the bats in. We're not going to get off of the spaceship because we got we got we got stuff to do. 
and uh, we're just going to take off, again, send them the message the account sent us, and uh, let them know that if uh, they don't comply, that uh, the account will be hearing about it. It's a good play. Uh, roll intimidation. 23. All right. Uh, so you just get a message back that's just saying, as long as you've got the 600 gold, we don't have to make any troubles with the uh, Improbus. <laughs> Uh, hmm. Hmm. Do we have anything that might be worth 600 gold? Just sit the 600 gold. I mean, one of your magic items would be worth 600 gold. Hell no. <laughs> I'm not giving them my show. Uh, I say we let them load it up, and maybe we can get to the point where the transaction has to happen, and when it does, we try to leave. <laughs> Yeah, I say we arrive and try and make that happen. And uh, wait, we should we should make some fake a fake money bag somehow, like fill a bag Ooh. with something else. Dude, I definitely have a. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the uh, uh, Baron's broken armor. No, I don't know if I could make fake wait. money out of that. Hey, Toy Toyga, yeah. didn't didn't I see in the group chat that you were that you got uh. What was it? Um, ten thousand ball bearings. I do, and I'm thinking what I can do is I can take my uh, I can take the ball bearings, right? I got uh, I got my toidal my toidal hammer. I can try to flatten out a little bit a shit ton of a shit ton of ball bearings, right? And uh, we'll throw them in a bag, right? I got a toidal bag naturally, and uh, we'll put we'll put a hundred gold on top. On the very top, top, so that when they open it, they see the gold, and then uh, we'll tell them that we'll pay once all the product is on the ship. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And then we take the gold out of the bag while they're loading it, and then tie the bag up, tossing it to them, leaving, so we still have our gold. They have the bag, and we Guardians of the Galaxy them. I I am pretty good at deceiving people, so I could maybe say uh, it's all there. What's your uh what's your deception? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Eight? Mine is also very wow. high, so we can definitely I You guys are great liars and I'm just like Yeah, um, I've got yes. I've got nine deception, the six gold. intimidation, and nine persuasion. Jeez. Just like, yeah, you're gonna do this. Alright, let's go fuck shit up. Yep. All right, so you spend some time flattening out ball bearings. You find you find like a particularly <laughs> hard part of the ship and just start banging away with a turtle hammer that I assume you have. <laughs> that I do. It's a total um, war hammer. I'm going to help him because I have a sledgehammer, so we can do twice as fast. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have three hammers because I have a sledgehammer and a regular hammer. I'll give one to Calvin, or one to Surya, and we can all do this and just get it done quick. All right. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you guys, uh, let's, let's actually make you, uh, I won't have you roll a turtle hammer check. Are you guys just trying to do this quickly or are you trying to make He's it rolling look 600 like... turtle hammer checks. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, I'm just going to say it's, it's, it feels kind of like a bag of coins. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I like Good. it. Throw some gold on top. Make it really feel like it. Yep. All right. You can have my gold for the hundred. I'll t- I'll give you fifty of mine, and then you can take I say the we fifty. Just use fifty. I mean, how big of a sack are we using? You know, 
We just need the top layer Ooh, to look. Let's like. use R- Rita's because she would, uh, she would love knowing that her gold was used to deceive these fuckers. Yeah, I can throw fifty on there. So you have a bag of Smash Ball bearings with a little bit of gold sprinkled in there. Um, on top though, on so it, top, it hides all the not exactly. It's not just throughout. It's, it's like around. on top, yeah. like a layer. Yes. Um. You eventually approach. You hear the goose say. You are now approaching the Batsteroid. And you see it's just an asteroid. It looks like uh, there's two giant glass domes uh, on either side of the asteroid. And then to the back of it, there is like a greenhouse, like a big greenhouse. And then at the front, there is a small wooden like cabin, pretty much. And you guys slowly land uh, in front of the cabin comes down the bat start stops squeaking and the uh, the blood vessel as it is called has <laughs> shut down is that that's what we are writing yes, is, is the blood vessel oh yeah Fantastic. unless you guys want to like name that. it something else no <laughs> that's perfect no, blood vessel is way better than anything any of us will yep. come up with <laughs> Uh, so you land the back enter or the back ramp drops to the floor with a pneumatic hiss and you hear uh, like a knock on metal like ding 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 hello I got all the bats I just kind of look at Julian uh, I'm gonna look over at the door and be like hello but not open it yet uh, did you load those bats on we're in kind of a hurry here. Uh, I got, well, I got to count the gold first. Yeah. Uh, I'm in the middle of counting it out in the bag right now. Why don't you start, I'm going to plink gold into the bag while I'm talking right next to the door. I'm be like, I'm about halfway there through. I'm just finding all my gold. And then you start loading them on uh, as soon as I'm done here. Is that all right? We've gone through this, Baron. It's not a matter of, uh, I physically cannot. I have to count everything. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna be like, ah, hey, we all know who this is for, all right? It's not for me. It's not for you. All right, this is direct orders from the count. All right, we're counting some gold. Put on the bats, and we'll be out of your out of your way. Well, I'll tell you right now that if count in, or count Imperbus was in my shoes right now, he would have to do the same exact thing. I'm gonna need you guys to roll. I'm just gonna go. Check. Yeah, somebody. I'm just gonna go. Uh, Oof. I got. I rolled a 15. I'm gonna be like, just listen to us. I'm trying. I'm counting. This door is a little bit stuck. Just start loading those bats, because even if you do count this and get these bats on, at this point it might be too late, and uh, you know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna try to intimidate him with that. <laughs> oh no! Fuck. That's a nat one. Nat one. My voice cracks a little when I say it. Just like, and you know what happens? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll load half of them on. I got them here in uh, 100 bat cages. I'll load half of them on, and you give me half the gold. I'll start counting that. And then after I'm done counting that, I'll load on the new one. The rest. Do we have any sort of view outside of the blood vessel? No, you just hear... Um, 
okay. hear him through like the hear his voice. Part. So, um, I'm gonna try. I mean, like, is there any way I can tell whether or not uh, this person is alone? Is or if we have any indication of the if this is Roy D. Batster, the guy in charge, or if this is just someone? Uh, uh he sounds alone. He sounds alone. Uh, I'm gonna go over to Julian and be like. Uh, say the name Roy. Remember, it was Roy D. Batster. See, see if this is the person in charge, or if we're just just dealing with a grunt. Good idea. Good idea. Um, uh, you don't you don't sound uh too well. A little different. That that's Roy, isn't it? It's Roy. I sound the same as I always do, Baron. I don't know. You're uh, it might be coming down with a little cold. Hey, Roy, do you already have all the bats caged up? You just need to load them. Yeah, I got six hundred caged bats right here, or a hundred bat cages right here. Oh, I'm gonna look at Julian and crack my knuckles. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be like, well, all right. Uh, just uh, give me one second. Let me go grab this uh, the rest of this gold. And uh, literally 30 seconds, we'll uh, get this going. Why don't you start loading up that first half like you said? And instead of giving you half of it, I'll just give you all of it right after that. And we'll figure it out from there. But uh, yeah, I think we got us, we got ourselves a, an agreement. And I'm just going to look over at, immediately turn around, look to Surya, look to uh, Tortle, and grab like you know the hilt of a weapon to kind of show them without saying anything that we're about to fight this fucker what's the plan here Uh, so he's gonna load up the first half and then when he's done with that we have to present him with all the gold which we obviously don't have um i say we still give him the bag so that he's distracted just long enough for maybe tortuga to go behind him and knock him out or you because you have that knockout attack maybe you could like stunning strike yeah we should like oh this could be a moment that we you utilize the hat you guys could jump in my hat right before i will remind you that icy tortuga cannot go in the hat yep oh yeah that's right uh or we could just we could just, fuck could shit just up, hide him up and take his bats yeah yeah Let's. So I'm gonna have. This is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna put the bag of gold at the end of the room, with it kind of hanging. So the opening of the bag, so you can see gold glowing out of it. Like it's clearly a bag of gold at the other end of the room if you're standing in the doorway. And then I am going to. Is it a door that I have to unlock and then he can open, or do I have to physically open it myself? Uh, it sounds like how you guys wanted to handle this is it's actually he'd be talking through the like ramp gate. Basically, you guys haven't lowered the ramp gate mm. yet, because otherwise it's just an open hallway. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm gonna just tell these guys to each hang out in a room, in the hallway, one on each side, and then I'll lower the ramp and run into the cockpit, and we'll put the uh, bag of gold at the end of the hallway, right before the cockpit. So he'll walk down the hallway. You guys will each come out behind him, and then I'll come out in front of him, and we flank him ambush him like that isn't he gonna be a little suspicious that uh the gold is just left in the hallway (laughs) you know what i mean i think you just tell him that like hey it's like here on the thing i gotta take care of some stuff in the cockpit sure yeah okay i'm gonna use uh i have an idea i've got it all right i'm going to once they're in those rooms i'm going to push the button to lower the ramp 
and then immediately cast Minor Illusion behind me in the cockpit to make a crashing sound and go, Ah, shit! Ah, something fell. I'll be right back. And then just run into the cockpit, dropping the bag of gold. Uh, I'll leave the gold right here and then go into the cockpit. Sounds like a good uh, good con. All right. So as you guys are talking between yourselves, you hear a bang on the on the hatch again. It just says, "You still in there?" Oh yeah, I'm still in here. I'm just uh, cinching up this bag, and I'm gonna make a gold clink 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 sound with like shaking the bag. Um, stand back. I'm gonna lower this ramp, and then I'm gonna activate the plan. I hide in one of the rooms. I mean, the Tortuga does too. I minor illusion behind me as the ramp starts going down right before he can even see me. All right, so your plan acts perfectly. He loads the three on to, like, the hatch opens. He loads the three on. Uh, while he's loading the three on, he hears the crash sound, and he's like, Everything all right? Everything's all right. I just, uh... Actually, I'm not even sure what fell. I mean, ah, fuck, what is that? I'm just going to remain distracted. You can go ahead and grab the grab the gold. I'll be right I'll be right out to to shake your hand to uh end this deal properly. And then um All right. Uh I need Once I know that they're behind him, I'm going to just come around the corner and use sleep on him at like a third level and just make him pass the fuck out. I see Tortuga and Surya. I need you to make a stealth check, please. That is a 16 for me. 12. Let's see. How do we do this? So he walks up the ramp. He drops the three cages. He sees the gold, and he is about to go to pick it up. And out of the corner of his eye, uh, he sees the icy tortuga in the room a fucking turtle and he's just like <laughs> baron you got a giant lizard in here and he's got a like uh, a double barreled crossbow and he just unleashes it on you